This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Carm Capriato live here on a Tuesday. Good to have you here all across North America. You know, we connect industry professionals willing to share their wisdom so we all rise to new levels. Nothing like being with these three incredible peoples here today. We have uh, Scott Shotton, the drivability guys, mobile diag, former educator and veteran. Thank you for your service, Scott. Of course. Thank you. And they all have something in common, which we're going to talk about here in a minute. Scott Mann is with us, trainer, AC Delco technician of the Millennium. Hi, Scott. Hey, Carl. Uh, we did a great episode with Scott back uh, 720, episode 720. We, we called it Practicing Automotive. That was good. I appreciate that. All that you do for the industry and a great trainer. And Tanner Brandt, owner of Tanner's Auto Clinic, mobile diag guy. Auto Diag Clinic, now it changed. Auto Diag Clinic, very good. Keep up with the times, huh? Of course, he's a programmer uh, and a trainer for CTI. And uh, we've done a bunch of podcasts together. Welcome back to uh, for all of you. We're going to have a blast. There's so many things going on here. And this is all about vision coming up in uh, in less than a month. Excited. This episode came together on the quick because there's some really important things going on to tell you all about. Please don't miss one minute of this episode. I want to thank our sponsors, Dormant, for always being here for us. Dormant Products creates hundreds of new automotive replacement products every month. Part of what makes Dormant so unique? is their ideation of new and innovative products. They have dedicated teams all across the U.S., Mexico, and Canada looking for new product ideas. Since every solution starts with a problem, these teams of researchers, field analysts, product specialists, and contributors consistently visit repair shops and make field calls. Now, this is to best understand the problems the industry is facing. In certain cases, Dorman will manufacture aftermarket replacements so you aren't forced to go back to the OE. Other times, experts take it an additional step, further solving what made the original part problematic in the first place. Solving for a problem is what powers the innovation engine at Dorman. Dorman Products has become an incredible engine for innovation. They are constantly bringing new replacement parts to the automotive industry, and they routinely release tens of thousands of parts across all different categories. Now, why do they do all of this? To enable technicians the freedom to fix their customers' cars and trucks. To do this, Dorman has dedicated teams focused on different aspects of the vehicle to ensure that they are meeting the needs of the aftermarket. Although a lot of their parts are reverse engineering of original equipment, they also redesign and redefine solutions such as their loaded knuckles or programmable electronic power steering rack. Dorman has invested in these OE Fix innovations to help you save time, your customer money, and prevent vehicles from coming back to your shop. In certain cases, Dorman will manufacture aftermarket replacements so you aren't forced to go back to the OE. Hey, want to know more about Dorman? Visit dormanproducts.com forward slash tour. Hey, thank you, Dorman, for all your great support to pull off these great podcasts that we do here. Now, look, Scott said, he called me up and he says, you know, I'm in these classes all the time. People come up to me and says, what scanner should I buy? I can't even imagine it would take you two hours to explain. So I guess you went to Sherry and she says, yeah, let's do a, let's do a class. So there's going to be a three-hour class and you're going to have great people with you. In fact, I, I believe uh, Scott and Tanner are going to be part of this, right? 
That's correct. That's right. What what actually happened with that was teaching for almost two decades. Uh, that's a question I get all the time, and I'm sure these other two guys here uh, have had that question too. It's usually after class, and the best answer is all of them. Buy them all. But that's not a practical answer. So then you end up having a discussion, and there's no right answer for that question. It all depends on you know the tech, the shop, what are they working on, what do they already have, are they adding a tool? Is this going to be their only tool? You know, there's a lot of different variables to that. So I planned on putting a class together and I kind of stewed on it for about two years and realized I couldn't do it myself because I don't own every scan tool. I own a lot of scan tools, but I don't own, own every one. So if I got a, a question about a tool that I don't own, and I haven't touched. Now we're kind of stuck. I don't have a good answer for you. I got this ragtag group of people together. I guess I'm the ringleader. So Tanner and Scott, who are both here, myself, uh, also Justin Morgan is going to participate. Keith Perkins and Sean Tipping are also going to participate. And we're all donating our time. So it's going to be a crazy classroom with the six of us up front. And then whoever else wants to come in and learn about scan tools. We purposely set it up for um, Saturday morning, scheduled it for Saturday morning. So when the attendees leave the class, they still have time at the trade show so they can go visit the vendors. And yeah, that's kind of how that's kind of how it came about. So it's a Saturday morning, March 4th. Our sign up for Vision, in, and even if you're not, please go to visionkc.com and either select that class or sign up to go because of this class. Is there going to be any Q&A, Scott? I think there's going to be a lot of Q&A, and we're hoping for, uh, um, it's listed under technical training, but uh, shop owners or people that have purchasing power are welcome to come too, so they can learn about the tools they might be purchasing for their technicians, and ask all the questions you want. That's one of the reasons we have this panel, so we can field as many questions as possible. So this is a first of a kind. I mean, you may just do this every year. I bet you this class is going to be full. We'll find out. I don't know how many seats uh, Sherry had it slated for, uh, but I think there's already something like 30 people uh, enrolled in it. So if we get the word out, maybe we'll, we'll fill that classroom. Who knows? What do you buy? Why do you buy it? I just can't imagine. It's like a piece of software on the web or you know, you'd say, I wonder how this works. And you're searching and searching and searching. And wouldn't it be neat to actually have the horse that's actually ridden this thing or the, or the, or the rider who's ridden the horse and then ask him the questions, which is why. What a great group. Scott, uh, are you excited about holding this class? I am. It's going to have a lot of fun, I think. How about you, Scott, man? It should be very interesting. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, again, there's a lot of really smart guys in the room. With a, hopefully, before we uh, kick off on Saturday morning, we can figure out how many years of experience there is between these six guys. But it's it's in the hundreds, I'm sure of that. And uh, they've fielded a lot of problems. They've used a lot of the tools. They're familiar with the ins and outs of scantle diagnostics. And uh, it, it should be really interesting. And hopefully, uh, we get great participation from the audience to get to get a, a lot of good questions. We, we forgot to tell Tanner that he needs to have a 200-slide PowerPoint prepared for this class, but he's got a couple of weeks of it. That he'll knock that out, no problem. But <laughs> all kidding aside, it's going to be a pretty much an open forum type of thing, and um, we'll let it go in whatever direction the, the guys sitting in the class want to go. I'm hopeful that we'll get some shop owners. I mean, that's one of the things Scott Schott and I were talking about. It's kind of slated as a technical class, but it's honestly probably, I don't want to say shop owners is going to take away more than the technician because we're going to talk about what the tool does. Uh, but one of the things you know I see constantly is shop owners that may or may not know the functionality they have, uh, especially like when it comes to programming in specific. I get a lot of questions. Oh, well, I bought all this stuff from you know X tool manufacturer and I can do all that. 
And then two months later, I get a call and they're like, hey, I need this programmed. I thought I could do it. You know, I can't do it. What did I spend the money on? What did I actually buy? What can I do? What I, you know, what can't I do? That kind of becomes a thing of, did they spend money in the correct place? Did they maybe unfortunately spend money in the wrong place? Do they even want to get into the things that they're thinking that they might? What is the cost behind that? Some of those things are really important to a shop owner. And unfortunately, it's just not cut and dry. It used to be, you know, ask the tool guys what they had and you just bought whatever the tool guy had. And now that's really not the case anymore. A lot of different options out there and even then options that the tool guys may have that they don't necessarily know. I'm just going to quick throw out Snap-on just in particular. When you buy a Snap-on scan tool, the device that comes with it that plugs into the car is not a J2534 interface, but they do sell a J2534 interface, but you would have to buy that separately versus if you're buying, say, the Autel, the interface that comes with it is a J2534 interface. So just things like that of them understanding, okay, well, if I buy this tool, there's another tool that I'm going to have to buy to have capability. Um, maybe I don't need that. Maybe I do. Is there other costs associated with that? So I think it'd be really good to see some shop owners come in and get a better understanding of where their money is going. I was going to say, to piggyback on what Tanner said too, making the wrong purchase, I think you had mentioned that. I go into a lot of shops just like you do, and uh, I'll see shops with like three of the same tool. Right? They got three Snap-on tools. We'll just pick on Snap-on. You got three Snap-on tools. I'm like, you spent all that money. Why didn't you get three different tools to get better coverage? Yeah. You know, and pr- price aside, some are more, some are less, but why have three of the same tool or, or have the one version old of the tool that's still updatable and they trade it in on the newer version of the tool that's got the same coverage? Yeah. It's like, well, you spent three grand more to upgrade to that tool. You could have bought a whole nother tool. Some people do a really great job of making tools look really cool. Yeah. They just got to buy They have the latest and greatest. They got to have something green or yellow or, or they may already own the tool in red and it comes out in green and guess what? They're going to buy it. That's super cool. <laughs> LED backlights. Yeah. <laughs> like <a> TV. <laughs> exactly. Where else can you get information like this without a brain trust here at Vision? Don't forget, it's Saturday morning, March 4th. And are you going to start by saying, okay, Tanner's going to cover this and Scott's going to cover this and Sean's going to cover this? Or is it just going to be an open-ended discussion? I think my intent was to uh, pick on a particular tool and have us each give opinions of our positives and negatives. This tool graphs very well, but doesn't have European coverage very well. You know, some pros and cons of each tool, and then let anyone else chime in and and then ask questions or let the attendees ask questions. And uh, once we're done with the one tool, then we move on to the next one and the next one and, and try and address each one individually. But anyone in the group can chime in, audience or people up front can chime in at any given time to give their opinion. Because Tanner might like something a lot about one tool that I didn't even know existed. And I might like something completely different about that tool that he didn't know existed. Exactly. Bounce the ideas back and forth. Again, that's why I couldn't do this class by myself and I had to gather this group together. I'm a note taker. And so I'm going to recommend to anyone listening and spread the word, bring a notebook. Because when you get these little nuances, oh, I like how it does this, but I don't like how it does that. I think you need to be, t- you know, putting in that T-square, the plus and the minus chart. So that when you're completely done with this three-hour class, and I believe most of the vendors are going to be in the expo, right? Yeah. You could literally take those, maybe even get further questions from the expert who's, you know, in the booth. 
Exactly. And who knows, make an acquisition that's going to really move your business forward. That was the whole idea. So if there's some technical questions or we can't talk price in the class, that's against the rules. But you can walk up to the trade show afterwards and go, hey, I really like XYZ scan tool these guys talked about. Let me go to the booth and then you can get those questions answered there and so forth. Yeah. And I'd, I'd ponder to guess that there's going to be, you know, pretty much every tool we talk about, somebody at the trade show will have, whether that is AES Wave or Advance Auto or, you know, Top Don will obviously be there too and Autel will be there. So you're going to be able to get your hands on pretty much every tool and also pay attention to who is there, what tools are represented at the trade show, what places um, or what companies came out to support the trade show and spent money there with you and be able to put those tools in your hands. Uh, and be able to see what you like and what you don't like. You know, we may want to take this one question that just came up, that came up from our from our YouTube channel, talking about Snap-on. What do you think their future looks like with their competition? You can buy two to three tools at the price uh, on a Snap-on tool cost, guys, in your opinion? You know, unfortunately, and, and I'm not here to bolster anybody or to or to defend anybody, but when you look at the country of origin and the manufacturers of the tools we're talking about, a lot of these are offshore products, and uh, Snap-on, of course, is not. Snap-on's headquartered in Kenosha, Wisconsin. So a lot of what ends up in a Snap-on tool has to be purchased from the manufacturers by Snap-on. And, of course, that comes with a, with a price tag, especially if we're talking about access to data from non-powertrain modules, if we're talking about bidirectional controls, if we're talking about a host of things that, that a tool is designed to do versus backward engineering, which some of the other companies might be able to do, which which doesn't incur the same kind of cost. So Snap-on, of course, has a robust pricing structure. That, you know, they're not afraid to charge. Everybody knows that. But there's many other things to consider, many things that we will undoubtedly be covering and talking about during the course of this three-hour presentation at Vision to kind of give a, an attendee an idea of, you know, why things are the way they are and why certain tools cost what they cost and you know, the pros and cons. That, that's what we're kind of there to talk about and there to do. So, you know, without holding the class right now, it just things to think about. And, you know, I'm certain that Scott and Tanner also have something to say about that. But uh, I'd like to hear their opinion on how, you know, why Snap-on costs what Snap-on costs. Yeah, I think one of the things too, just to, I'll take on kind of the first part of the question about, you know, what do I think the future looks like for them in the diagnostic space? And to be honest, I guess I don't know where any of the tool companies are going to fall um, in regards to scan tools. So we'll talk about Matco quick for a second. The Matco tool, um, it's no you know secret to anybody. The Matco tool is using launch software in it. We all know that. Anybody that's involved in the industry knows that, and Matco will tell you that. So I kind of think that we're going to see all of them shift to using somebody else's software. Um, there's a lot of different versions of Launch out there right now. Launch kind of has taken the, I guess, or made the decision that they're going to be a software company and put that software in other people's tools. Will Snap-on continue to build their own tool? I think time will tell. I obviously don't know anything about, you know, do they have any intentions of switching away from that? But that seems to be kind of the way the rest of the industry is going. I mean, look at pretty much there's several iterations of launch tools out there and Autel tools out there now at this point on uh, different companies that are making them. So, and then some other companies too as well. Auto Ingenuity obviously was bought and that software is in another tool now. Will we see, you know, some change as far as who's building the software on the back end? I think that we may see. So you guys are going to be there almost like an opinion editor at a magazine, 
not necessarily are you going to always state the facts, but if somebody does a Q&A with you and say, so, Scott, tell me how you really feel, I would imagine in a tighter class, not as public as we are right here, you may say, hey, in my toolbox, I have these items, and this is why it completes what I do. I think this is a marvelous class idea, Scott, that you pulled together. Uh, it's almost like a movie review. For anyone ready to invest money to become more productive, smarter, and better, you couldn't ask for a better venue to go to. And it's just too bad we weren't going to film that thing and maybe take the audio from it and put it out there for someone to listen to. But uh, you got to go to Vision. That's the deal. A Saturday morning, March 4th, uh, this could be the unsung hero class. And not that there are just incredible trainers that are going to be there, but uniquely different. Great idea, guys. Another thing that we, we lined up was um, a donations from some of the vendors. So we will be having raffles during the class as well. So far, we have two scan tools to be raffled off. I won't say the company's names yet. You'll have to come to class to find out those. But two scan tools. Another company is uh, donating some gift certificates. Actually, I think six gift certificates, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll have a bunch of stuff to raffle off during the class. And if any anyone else is a vendor at, at uh, Vision and wants to get in touch with me, you can email me if you're interested in, in adding a tool to the mix. We're not keeping any of them ourselves. We're raffling them all off to the attendees. That's that's great that the vendors have stepped up. And uh, how many classes can you go to at Vision and have a chance to, to win something? You just don't. Yeah, I win a couple things at the trade show maybe, but uh, I don't know that anyone's really had raffles during a class before, but it's the first time for everything, I guess. Well, Scott and, and Tanner, the two Scots, Scott Manis, Scott Shawton, and, and Tanner, thank you so much for doing this and uh, for coming on in such short notice to, to be on the Aftermarket Weekly Show to kind of motivate the industry and to see this new, neat, cutting-edge concept of, let me tell you how I really feel about this scan tool and what I think it can or cannot do. And that's why I have this to do this and that to do that. Please bring your gold card with you to, <laughs> <laughs> to Vision so that you're going to want to, well, I have this because Scott has this and Tanner has this. I got to have them. They've got to be in my toolbox. Yeah, I'll gladly help you spend your money. <laughs> I was going to point out that uh, I don't know if everybody knows the six people on this list, but purposely, none of them are tool salesmen. It's brilliant. That's exactly how it should be. If the practical user cannot be there, then it's just a sales show. Right. And I hate sales classes, so I, I refuse to do that. So you really want to buy one? You go to the trade show and talk to them after you listen to us. So one final thing, Scott, can you cover every one of those or just specific two or three that you're going to speak to? I'm sure we're going to cover more than two or three, but we'll probably put a list down in order. And especially the, the ones that donated, we got to make sure we cover those. So we'll start from the beginning. And when we run out of time, we run out of time. So if we cover five tools or we cover 10 tools, There'll also be some room for uh, people to ask, say, well, what about this tool? Okay. One of us hopefully has that tool and we can answer some questions on it. It's going to be very free form. I want to give each of you the last word, but I want to remind our listener, our viewer, Saturday morning, March 4th at Vision, a three-hour class. What's the name of it so they can actually check it? Uh, which scan tool should I buy? Which scan tool should I buy? The course ID is T40E. In the vision catalog. T 
T40E. Yep. Excellent. Well, let's spread the word. Let's get that up on social media so that, you know, when people come back here, watch this over the next couple of days. And again, I don't know if you could go in and change your classes around, even if you've registered. I'm sure you can. And I hope you get more than 100. It's an incredible class, and they're going to want you to come back every year and do it. There's going to be so many young people there with, uh, you know, a great new program that, uh, that Sherry has at Vision. I was so excited to see that. Thank you, Scott Shotton, for bringing this. Scott Manna for being here. Tanner, let's just go around the room. Scott Manna, give me a a couple of words to encourage uh, our industry to get to Vision and be at this class. Well, of course, you know, Vision stands head and shoulders above many of the events out there. Vision has always enjoyed fantastic vendor support, and this class just proves that again. It should be a really good time. I'm looking forward to it. It should be a, an enjoyable, low-pressure class where there is not um, a lot of structure. We'll, we'll cover a lot of areas. We'll talk about a lot of, I think, interesting things. We'll talk about what goes into the, you know, to the purchase decision. And uh, as uh, Scott Shotton already hit on, you know, it, it can be different for each individual individual. So whether you're a shop owner, whether you're a technician, whether you're buying a tool for the shop or you're buying a tool for personal use, we will, uh, you know, kind of talk a little bit about all of that. So it, it should be a good time. Um, there's a tremendous amount of knowledge in the room and um, we look we really look forward to it invite as many people that can participate as as we can fill a room and look forward to it thank you scott man i think about the collective not only with the panel that you have uh scott Shotton, but the collective brain trust that'll be there i mean there's going to be some really good scan tool people there that are going to want to listen and learn but the comments that many can make will be brilliant stuff that people would need to be writing down so it's i don't think it's it's a two-way it's a huge two-way opportunity to learn and get comfortable and find new and better capabilities of the current scan tools that you own. Tanner, I'll give you your last word. The biggest thing I think that's going to be the takeaway is, you know, spending money in the right place and making sure that you don't waste money. I mean, with some of the tools out there also right now, uh, you have to know where to purchase them too. Some of the stuff has a, you know, overseas market and a North American market. And if it's bought off, say Amazon or something like that, uh, you may literally get a tool that you get in and you register and then it gets geo-locked and it's useless. And now you can't get a hold of the seller to get your money back. You may have thrown away thousands of dollars. So there's a lot of different things to know when it comes to buying tools today, much different than what it was in years past. So come and make sure that you learn where and how to spend your money so you get the best bang for your buck. What's the investment you have in scan tools? Just give me a round number. At the point when I probably sold the shop, I'm sure I had, uh, and of course this doesn't um, relate to subscription costs per year, but at least uh, $30,000, I'm sure, in scan tool platforms. Uh, Tanner, how, how much do you have invested? Probably around the same. I <laughs> I could actually walk around to the back of the truck and open the drawers. You would <laughs> see it. All the factory interfaces for everything Asian domestic. Uh, the only factory interface I'm missing is Mitsubishi. And then a plethora of aftermarket tools as well. And so think about it. I mean, it, it's a huge number and required if you're going to do a certain level of diagnostics. You're going to serve your customer base and do it the right way. Imagine having a budget, put a number, let's just play around with 25 grand, being able to invest that smarter than ever before because they attended uh, this class at Vision. Wow. Well, thank you for bringing this. I appreciate it. Um, Scott Shutton, I'll give you the last word. Go to Vision, everybody. Sign up, bring your notepad 
And uh, let's hopefully see a, a few more uh, shop managers, owners in, in this class, because like we said earlier, it's information that's going to be beneficial for more than just the technician. So make the right decision for your shop. That's what we're going to try and help you do. That was so smart because you could be a technician, go back to the shop owner and say, hey, boss, you got to buy these three scan tools. What? <laughs> well, if you were with me in the class, you wouldn't have a problem swiping your card. <laughs> and so They may be shocked, though, at the price of them as far as what they have thought. I mean, sometimes you can buy multiple tools for way less money than what you may have thought. So it's, you know, they may be shocked knowing they got to buy three, but then when they see what they can pay for them, they'll be like, oh, that's so bad. Well, look, at uh, thank you guys for being here. We'll, we'll be at Vision with our podcast studio. Always uh, so excited to be at Vision. Uh, Sherry Hamilton, great leader of this incredible organization. And let's share this heavily over the next two or three days that we can get people pointed toward this incredible morning of March 4th, three-hour scan tool, call it training discussion, open Q&A. Vision is something I think we anticipate. We can't wait for the year to go by. Is that why the, the year goes by so fast? <laughs> it's a busy time of year. Every year, the I think in 2018, I literally was packing my house up to move to North Carolina, like in between vision. I left and went to vision and then came home and got in my truck and drove myself to North Carolina. And this year now I'm, you know, starting the house <laughs> the week before. So yeah, it's always a busy time of year and it marks the you know start of the year. Everybody's got their New Year's resolutions and they're starting it during that time and busy time of year. Well, here's all I have to say. Keep piling it on, Tanner, and doing what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you all. Thanks, Carm. Thanks, Carm. Thank you. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time.